Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hello, guys, and welcome to a new episode of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. This is your host, this and every episode, Jamie Rodriguez, guys. And quick plug for our new newsletter that we started about a month ago, guys. It goes out every other Friday. We shoot the best five new songs you ought to know. Show updates, you know, about this show, about Live at 100 Taylor, uh, and everything involved in the J-Rod Concerts media world. So thank you guys for joining, as usual. We're very excited about today's episode, guys, because we have Stephanie Quayle on the show. Amazing, impactful singer-songwriter, guys. She does country, country pop. Born in Montana, she began playing piano at age four, and she's performed for not one, not two, not three, but five U.S. presidents, guys. So that's something. Rolling Stone named her one of the top ten artists to watch in 2017. She is also um, she's performed at the Grand Ole Opry a bunch of times. She's performed at the Ryman Auditorium, and she's a great entrepreneur, guys. She's got her own businesses, sponsorships, and she's a giver. She is a giver. She works at Children's Hospital, guys. She's got a great heart. She works with animals, so it's no wonder that Stephanie Quayle is uh, such a fan favorite because of her hard work, her ethic, her humor, and her talent. So we are thrilled to chat with Stephanie today. We hope you guys enjoy her. Uh, She just released a brand new single, which is actually uh, really damn good. Um, So stay tuned to that one. And yeah, guys, without further ado, uh, let's get on with it. Stephanie Quayle on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Stephanie Rochelle Quayle, look at you. <laughs> you only just saw what I was just doing. <laughs> <laughs> so much glamour, so much color. Like, it's great to have you on the show, Stephanie. Oh, thank you for having me. This is awesome. Absolutely. Where are you right now? In Nashville. Music. Are, oh, you, are, are you in Nashville right now or in, I, or in the farm? No, I drove to the farm last night, so I'm here on the farm. So. Wonderful. How many hours is it? It's like seven hours. Last night took me a little longer because okay. I Okay, sure. You must have it so down that route. You must know where to stop, where to eat, where to get coffee, the whole nine yards. You would think so. You would think so. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Look at I'm on your wall. Oh, and the marquee, of course. Absolutely. I mean, you know, so accomplished. We're so honored to have you, Stephanie. Yeah. Oh, sweet to say that. Sweet. No, of course. And to give my audience like a little bit of bullets of, on your career, you know, I mean, just a, a quick primer, over 100 million radio impressions, top 10 in country female airplane the last few years, uh, CMT Next Women of Country inductee, uh, you know, multiple appearances at the Grand Old Opera, you've played the circle a bunch of times, you know, a bunch of stuff. Lone Ranger just released a fantastic song. Look, we could spend the whole interview just going through your accolades. So let's just stop there. <laughs> But well, just to say that we're honored to have you. Well, you're you're very sweet to say that. Absolutely. It's awesome. I love getting to do what I get to do. Love it. Love it, Stephanie. So, but yes. So, you know, for, for my audience that may not know, we're talking about the farm. You know, you have a farm in North Carolina. How is the farm doing? How are the animals? How is everything <laughs> going on? 
It's great. So our farm is Summerfield Farms, which is just north of Greensboro. Mm-hmm. And back before COVID, you know, we we have we have cattle, so we have uh, quite a few um, cows on the farm. And little kids would always come to the farm wanting to see the animals. So I got some miniatures so that kids could interact with little animals and not be intimidated. Well. And COVID hit. So we had to take animals virtual, right? And like we're doing right now to introduce them. And so uh, they are now getting to get to be around lots of kids, which is awesome. And then our big herd, our regular herd, we just started having some uh, calves. So we had another calf this morning at like 2 a.m. I love that. I love that. Never a dull moment in your life. That's for sure. There's nothing dull. <laughs> amazing, amazing, sure. amazing, Stephanie. And you, you know what I was thinking, you know, research last week and that whole thing, you know, you grew up in Montana yeah. and Montana, I don't know if you know this, it's one of, since the pandemic started, it's one of the top five hardest real estate markets in the country yeah. of people moving there. Yeah. And, and, I, and I was wondering, man, I wonder if Stephanie knows like that, you know, you were like, you know, your whole life, you were always saying, hey, Montana is like so beautiful. You guys don't know. And now everybody caught on and you're like, guys, I, I've been telling you like yeah. my entire career. My entire life. Yeah, no, it's really, it's, I mean, it's such a beautiful place. If you haven't gone, it's just, it's, what I say to people is if you can't catch your breath in Montana, you can't find peace anywhere. Like it's, <laughs> it's just, it's the biggest sky in, in, in the world. It's beautiful. I love it. But it's a yeah. lot of fun to see people come and experience it. My main suggestion to those that come is, you know, respect it. Just take good care of it so we always have it. Beautiful. I love that. I love that. I love that. Cool. Cool, Stephanie. So let's talk about Lone Ranger just for a second. Your new yeah. song, you, you released it in, in August. I mean, it's love the song. It just, you know, hits the veins with emotion. It's wonderful. But, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, Stephanie, when you finally find such a beautiful relationship, marriage of growth, where you have a partner, where you support each other's goals, you enhance each other's life, you're yeah. giving, not taking, that whole thing. How hard is it? to like basically go into that dark space of, of love, of emotion that so much country is about when, when you're like in such a happy place. Is that hard for you? Yeah, that's a really interesting question, actually, because, you know, it is, it, you know, we all have these chapters of our lives, right? I have fortunately done a lot of work on myself to where I can tap into the heartbreak. I can tap into it into those moments before David, because, you know, I, w- I was a bad picker. I picked all, <laughs> I picked all, I was like, hmm, maybe it's me, uh, you know, with uh, relationships and learned so much through those. I think that the, the beauty is, is that like all of us, you know, we, we experience so many things in one day, you can have the highest of high moment and then something just be a gut punch, you know? And that's the beauty of living and experiencing life. So I think for me, I've absolutely leaned more into the love of, because I'm getting to experience that and write about it from such an authentic place. I think that it's also opened up the ability and the possibilities to share some of those so in those prequels, we, we will call them those, uh, those the places, but yeah, I can, I can tap into it without it debilitating. Right. So I think that a lot of times as artists, you know, we are writing about our lives. And so to be able to share that slice of life, but it not be something that then takes you back. Right. Yeah. So a song that maybe was sad or is sad then becomes empowering. 
And that's really exciting because music is the ultimate it's the ultimate language. It's it's the place where you can truly heal. And I think both as the writer, musician, artist, and as the listener, I think that's what's that's what's got me. I can't kick I can't kick it right. Like I could never leave music because music is just too much a part of my uh, like my essence. So Your purpose, yeah. Yeah, my purpose, and I've watched it help so many people, and I've watched it help me. Right. So it's yeah. like, man, it's just, it's too invaluable. We have to keep making music. Does, does that ever get old, Stephanie? Like, I know you had an event here close to our office uh, in the Gulch neighborhood in, in Nashville, and people come up to you and they say, man, your songs changed my life. You just, does that ever, like, does that ever lose its power? No, no, never. And people ask me, you know, do you get nervous? I'm like, every time I get nervous because I want it to never be, I just always want it to be exceptional, you know? Uh, exceptional and perfect are very different. Perfect is a waste of energy. Mm -hmm. Exceptional, extraordinary, connective, life-changing, that's that's the juice, right? That's the strive. Yeah. So uh, I know I never, I never get sick of it. To watch someone move that I've never met before, right? That maybe we don't have a relationship, to say that that song moved them or that music moved them or that message moved them is, is very powerful. Yeah, I, I love it, Stephanie. And you've talked you've talked before about um, By Heart and Wild Frontier, how you kind of like recorded them during the pandemic. So, you know, first of all, did you learn a lot of like production technicalities like that you did, maybe didn't know before just by being at home and, and kind of like Dropbox, Pro Tools and the stuff? Like, did you enhance it in any way? Yes, that's a great question. I learned how to do lots of things and I also learned what I just do not know how to do. I mean, you gotta, you, you gotta know what you're good at and then find the help, right? So on the farm, you know, I was able to, you know, trial and error, a lot of things from, you know, filming different things to recording different things. We were really fortunate with uh, recording the music because I was able to do a lot of scratch vocals, you know, where it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't uh, like the vocal. Now, if it worked out that way, it was great. But for the most part, we were able to record all the musicians from all their different places in the world. Right. Sure. And I'm here in North Carolina and I'd like be out in the field with the animals and then I'd <laughs> jump on and we'd talk music and then I'd be back out doing something. And, uh, then I would head to Nashville and I'd do the vocals in, you know, a, a real studio. I mean, not that my closet couldn't make up for it, but you know, it's, it's nice sure. to be able to do that. So it was really incredible just to know that we can, you know, I, uh, the music is outstanding. I love what happens when you have a collective body of people, you know, from audience or all the musicians together. So I definitely missed that. Right. Uh, but the music didn't suffer. Right. It, did so not. it, it looks like you go were in the same room. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it was really special to get to just find a way, you know, and not let it stop us. I think that, you know, uh, the pandemic, you had two types, right? You had people that just said, I'm out. I'm yes. like not going to try this adventure. And then there was the other group that was like, OK, I'm going to try everything. And uh, so it was a lot of trying of everything and seeing different things that I love to do, what I definitely am not good at doing, and uh, just really getting to live it to write it. 
That's wonderful. So, you know, basically, you know, you did not let the pandemic define you. You defined yourself during the pandemic and you encourage people to do the same. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to be a voice of positivity and a point, a voice of can do. I mean, that's, you know, I don't know any other way. I do think there's also, you got to know when to just pause and say, okay, I don't want to burn out because this is the long game, right? It's a marathon, not a sprint this life. So we'll, we all have enough time. I think for me, because I, for the first time I wasn't in Nashville, I wasn't on the road. I was with my husband on our farm in North Carolina. So it it was such a different experience Sure. that I had, like for me, doing all these different things and keeping the music and doing my little Hey Y'all show and all these virtual concerts kept my musical channel going, right? It was like, okay, right. I'm, I'm doing what I, what I know to do. What about Stephanie, like you, you know, as, as an individual, as a person, like let's say 2019 September, how are you different from the 2021 version? Like, did you, what did you shed? Not musically, but like as a person, uh, I don't know, value, like what do you no longer carry with you from the pandemic? That is probably the greatest question ever asked. So <laughs> no, that no, really, truly, that's a really beautiful question. I hope that everyone watching this and listening to this will ask themselves that because it's so important for us to shed. So important to take self inventory, right? I think probably the biggest thing that I shed was uh, how much time I take to make decisions, to deliberate, Mm. and really being comfortable. Uh, I remember hearing this, you know, a maybe is a no. Okay. If it's a maybe for me in my mind, then there's a hesitation and that's a no. And being able to just go, you know what, that doesn't work for me and it's okay, right? And to take a little bit of the personal side out of the business side, you know, music mm. is such a, such a precious thing and being able to kind of navigate that. So I really learned to, you know, perfect example, my dad's birthday, you know, yeah. was in August of this year. Mm-hmm. And for so many years, I missed Christmas, Thanksgiving, birthdays. Uh, I missed a lot of yeah. family, right? And I had a big opportunity big one, big one. I can't share what it was because it'll come back around, but it was a big one. And it was happening on the same day as my dad's birthday. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm, I am not going to miss out on getting that memory with my dad. And I think that was a really big thing for me because I think 2019, September, my songs growing up the charts, it's just like whatever it takes. And I think that there's a balance, right? Yeah. Because we don't get those moments with our family back. We don't get those memories with the loved ones or the making of. And, and I think that's something that I, I've really adapted into my evaluation of whether or not I'm going to do something. And does it have the long-term impact that is my legacy, right? The music and all the things and the positivity and, and the goodness. And then making sure it's a win-win so that no one's compromised. And if there's a way to do it better, that we're ensuring that we are doing it better. Man, that's really, really tremendous stuff, what, you, what you're saying. And it's true at the end, you know, success without connection. What is it? It's an yeah, ultimate yeah. failure. You know, what yeah. does it matter? 
I love yeah. that. I love that, Stephanie. You're being so good with your time. Thanks. Uh, but you know, I, I, you know, and, and I think there's a rumor you may even play a song for us, but I have to ask you. I like rumors. <laughs> I know. Right. Um, I, I also have to ask you, you know, you've always, you've always known that the secret to living is giving. Yeah. It's like just such a part of you. I mean, you've partnered with organizations like the American Heart Associations, Go Red for Women's Movement, with care, you know St. Jude's Children's Hospital. The list goes on. Like from the beginning of your career, like it's like such a part of you. Where did that come from? Did that come from your folks in Montana? Like where did this you know such an important value, core value for you, come from? Absolutely, came from my family. My uh, my grandmother was very very. Um, just she gave, she gave to so many uh specifically she worked with um a family over in Tanzania and we she would we would do food drives and clothing drives and whatever it took for whomever right and so i learned that very closely with my grandmother my mother my father my grandfather it's just it's just the way there is no other way as far as i'm concerned so i i think it was it was learned, but also there was, there was really no conversation about it being any other way. Sure. Right? So I think it's, you know, it's just so innate for me that I, I just, I have, I have to, you know, uh, now as I've grown older, it's like what you said, the, the receiver gives and the give, uh, the giver receives it's this beautiful symbiotic relationship, but yeah, it's always, it's always been that way. I think I, I, I don't, I don't know how to turn away from someone in need. That's just not in me. And, um, and if I can help, I find a way. And if I can't help, then I find someone who can. Um, we just Amazing. To, you know? Amazing, Stephanie. And I think that's why you're so admired and respected in every way in Nashville and beyond. So what a, what, what a great honor that it was to have you, Stephanie. Um, so thank you for your time. Sweet. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for asking such beautiful questions. No, are you kidding? It's all about the guests. It's not all about us. And so it's, it's your energy. It, we, yeah. just fl- we just flow of the guests' energy. That's what we do here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, so can you play a little song for us? Would that oh, be? I'd love to. Oh my God. I awesome. just happen to have my guitar right here. Uh, oh, look at that okay. guitar, Stephanie. No, this is, this is a, so Gibson guitars are made in my hometown of Bozeman, Montana. Mm. And uh, this is, I believe, a 1978. So this is right before they moved to Montana. So before that, they were in Kalamazoo. Beautiful. So, so Stephanie, could I give you any guitar? Like, can I go and buy a $40 guitar and you would make it sound good? Or does it have to be a beautiful 1970s vintage like that? No, of course. Listen, it's not like, hopefully the player can play anything and make it sing. Uh, this is just, every time I play Gibson, it's like playing, you know, a little piece of my history and family. And, and I just love the memories of that. You know, now, you know, I know most of the hands that are making these guitars. So it's, it's like, it's family, right? Lovely. That's really cool. Uh, well, since you had such sweet things to say about Lone Ranger, I think I should play that one. Don't you agree? Perfect, perfect. The hit song, love it. Ah, you're so sweet. So good, you've owned me. 
Unbelievable. Can you believe that? Just goosebumps galore. What a way to start the week, Stephanie. Unbelievable. Thank you so much for your time. You're incredible. And thank you for having me. Absolutely. I hope to see you in Nashville very soon. I mean, yeah, fingers crossed. That'll be great. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Good luck. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.